Hello, everyone, and welcome to Locked on Flames, or welcome back to Locked on Flames. We have a special Saturday edition here, and I'm joined with Adi uh, to have a little heart-to-heart, if you will. And we got to talk about Johnny, so let's do it. You're Locked on Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto of the Metropolitan Riveters Public Relations Team. I hope you're having a fantastic day today. Uh, thank you so much for making Locked On Flames your first listen of the day. As always, you can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, including Stitcher, Spotify, Audible, Apple, Odyssey, you name it. And it's, we're also free 99 on YouTube. And like I mentioned, we are joined by the one and only Adi James today to uh, talk a little bit about number 13. I liked that a lot, eh? We're going to have a little heart to heart. I was chuckling backstage waiting to come back on just to talk about that because I was like taking a sip of my coffee over here and I just about had to spit it out because that was uh, that was very well done. Thank, thank you for you. thank you for that. That was <laughs> I didn't know I needed to hear that. I do. Okay. I lost my connection. What happened? Okay, we're back. Technical difficulties. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. But yeah, so um heart to heart with Johnny. We, we gotta, gotta talk about it. We do. It's, uh, I don't know. I've been tooting the horn about it. I've been, I've been kind of, uh, a bit of a pest lately on Twitter talking about it. It's kind of consumed my timeline and everybody else's timeline just because he's having an MVP caliber season. This is the best season we've seen out of Johnny Gaudreau. Um, he's, tied his career high in points I, I put out actually a pretty decent tweet about it uh about his projections he's projected to finish with 114 points this year and i think it was i think the split was 39 goals 75 assists which would he's already beaten his career high in assists uh, i think 63 was his career high and i think he's at 65 yeah. now um goals i think his career high was yeah I can't remember. Uh, 30 mid 30s? 36, yeah, so he's right there. He's right there. So like he's going to beat these these records and he's he's sitting at 99 points. That's his career high in points. Um barring anything ridiculously crazy that, you know, would for, forbid him from getting one more point, he's going to break his records and, you know, he's going to do it in considerable fashion seeing as uh, you know, if those projections stand to be true i mean that could he could finish with more he could finish with less but uh we're looking at one of the best productive seasons all around too not just offensively mm-hmm. uh from a flame for flames forward in quite some time and uh um you know i don't know if you followed this team all the way back to the number 12 days but uh mm-hmm. it's, it's it's similar it's very promising it's nice to see that uh you know He's he's the next one, if you will, in Calgary, and and uh, we'll see what happens this summer with that. But uh, getting flashes of what Jerome was able to do—I mean, they're two different styles of player. But uh, I'm getting Jerome vibes from Johnny Gaudreau. That you know that does sound very promising because you know I think last season 
there was just so much dread and negativity mm -hmm. around the team. And I think everybody, at least like I remember people on my timeline saying, you know what, like I, I really wouldn't blame Johnny if he doesn't resign here. Um, yeah. it, you know, I, there is so much more out there for him and, you know, you can't blame the guy for that. And then the season happens. Yeah. 99 points. He came out like like a bat out of hell. It's uh, um, I don't know I don't know what to attribute it to. I think I think the the one thing that I always come back to is and it's it might be a cop out at this point because so many people attribute so many positive things on this team to this one point, and it's the Daryl Sutter system. Like this this Johnny Gaudreau is playing the best hockey of his career and probably the best hockey of his life right now. Um, he's, you know, productive on both ends. That's kind of something I briefly touched on there about uh, talking about his points. Not only is he lighting up the point sheet every single night, but how many times have we seen Johnny Backchecker go into the dirty areas where he doesn't right. usually find himself, right? It's, it's kind of a new version of himself and I'm here for it. I'm, I I'm all it. for our, our, uh, our short King going into the corners and playing the puck out. Actually, it was a couple nights ago. Uh, against the Sharks. The oh, the, even I'm thinking about the Sharks play. It was funny as hell because he was back checking with Anderson and Anderson lost the step on, on the guy coming in. I can't remember who it was, but John grabs his stick and he just propels Anderson forward. And then at, like he got him to the, he got him to his mat. So he like, he, he just, I don't know. It's just those small little things. And I know you see that all the time in the NHL people. It's not like a new play. Like, like lots of players use their stick to uh, propel players forward or, or pick up. But another it's new player's for stick. Johnny. But John, yeah, John's not the, John's not your typical like two way forward and, or uh, like play plays both sides of the puck. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden this year, we're seeing him come out of his shell and back check and be hard on the four check. It's just, I don't know. It, it's, it, I could go on and on and on just talking about all these little things that he's doing. But uh, I don't know. What do you think? Like, has the defensive game kind of gone to a place where you don't like it, where it hasn't been? Yeah. I mean, I. I am very impressed with the amount of two-way forwards that this team has. And, you know, I think Elias Lindholm is going to win a Selkie trophy at some point in his career. Most underrated player in the league. Underrated don't and even, don't even underpaid. Me. But you know, yes. we, we will we'll keep you at the price you are at right now. Thank you. But mm -hmm. it's so encouraging to see John play at this new level and kind of you know this it has to be like a newfound confidence for him too because he's probably like oh I didn't know I could do this mm -hmm. you can yeah it's well there's that there. there's there's that and the fact you know like a lot of people will chalk it up to it's a contract year um and to those people I'm not going to name names uh especially certain people at certain networks um but yeah, just like take that notion and just throw it out the window. Like this guy has always had this in him, like you said. Right. Like you don't hit 99 points because it's a contract year. It's no coincidence. <laughs> like you do. Correlation doesn't always equal causation. And like, I, I don't know. I just, I think that that's absolutely asinine to think that, oh, he's just doing this because he wants to get paid. No. 
last year we saw a different version of Johnny. And then people were worried about him fitting into the Sutter system. And I, I get it. I yeah. Get it. It's a different, it's, it's a system that um, this group hasn't had or seen yet like this core and remember we talked about the core last year and how they need to blow it up and start from scratch um just a quick note about that yeah (laughs) i was i was one of those people i I was the first to admit it this core can't do it and here we are um you just had to remove one piece of that core and i guess uh we won't talk too much i feel bad for sean but um yeah, it's you know this system. It's a system that this team hasn't seen. It's a system like it's the system that they needed. Right. Let's be let's be frank here. It's like they needed the Daryl Sutter system and Brad Tre Living, Chef's Kiss. Like I would, I, I could hug the man. Right. Uh, I know you're in the United States. His, you might know. Well, you probably do know that his father owns uh, this popular restaurant chain in Canada called Boston Pizza um so that's where the boston pizza jokes yes so his yes the boston pizza jokes his dad is jim treliving who's on the canadian version of shark tank called dragon's den um so jim owns the boston pizza franchises all the chain restaurants so that's why everybody anyway to make a long story short uh i i will i've been consuming more boston pizza lately than i should just because (laughs) i'm uh i'm trying to show support for the man after after kind of criticizing him for the pa- the better part of the last three years <laughs> for yeah, some of the like things rightfully so yeah yeah i've Which made it up to another him. episode we could talk about how he potentially saved his legacy oh he was on thin thin ice and this year he may have just earned himself like i don't know a pretty decent uh decent keep here but uh yes Long story short, I've been very impressed with everything Dar- uh, Brad's done, including bringing in Daryl, and that has uh, in- since increased my pizza bread and Thai chicken bites consum- consumption. No shame. <laughs> All my that. Canadians will know that. <laughs> oh, honestly, that sounds really good. But we're going to take a quick break here, and then we're there is something very specific I want to touch upon because there's a there was a narrative surrounding Johnny. Mm. And I want to touch on it, especially um, as we're here and seeing his <laughs> success, because I <laughs> I have a lot to say, as you know, I mean, are we shocked? No. But uh, <laughs> before we do that, uh, let's talk about Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your sports betting stats and info. Uh, find all of your latest sports development, league reviews, news, including this year's basketball playoffs in the start of Major League Baseball season. Uh, yeah, go, go Blue Jays. Go Blue Jays. <laughs> yeah, this is the Canadian show. Go Blue Jays. <laughs> <laughs> Betting, uh, or sorry, Bet Online is con- your continued source for all of your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. They have reality TV betting, and that's just like one of my favorite things. And I haven't done it, but I I need to find a ninety day fiance, like just like something I can bet on, like a divorce. <laughs> I don't know how many how many months they stay together for. <laughs> exactly, uh, but head to the website today on your mobile device or your computer, your Leapfrog, your iPad, whatever, to learn more about trends and actions. Bet online where the game starts. So. I feel Can like- I quickly say something about your reality TV thing? Yes. 
just a quick little story about that. I'm sure people will love, love to hear this. Yes. Um, my buddies and I, being the uh, fantasy sports junkies we are, a few years ago decided to do a fantasy draft for The Bachelor. Um, oh my God. Where we would watch all the girls come in and we would be like, okay, we think this person, we just, you should have seen us with our notebooks. And then at the end of the first, or we paused it through the middle of the first episode when everybody came. And then we did a fantasy draft where we drafted a team, a roster of the contestants. Uh, and as they got eliminated, your list got shorter and shorter. And what we did instead of throwing in a six pack of beer, we did like a six pack of Smirnoffs or uh, Bacardi Breezers, just a like a fruity, fruity drink of your choice. And uh, yeah, so that's my little fantasy story about The Bachelor. That's incredible. I, I love it. I love how creative people get with their like tv shows and i'll tell you we were we were more into it than we were that year of fantasy football which is saying something it's incredible i love it (laughs) so when i first agreed to start covering the flames there was Mm -hmm. one narrative that i ever heard johnny wants to go back east johnny hates calgary Uh he doesn't want to stay here he i wonder where you heard that from where or who you heard that from right and then when i started like doing digging i realized it was literally just this one person saying all of these things yeah what is your weird vendetta against this five foot nine hockey player the best part about it too i think not to cut you off no is that the gaudreau's on twitter absolutely troll the living crap out of this guy yes because they're very active. I'll, I'll give them that. The Gaudreaux's are very active amongst the Flames community on Twitter. Yes. Um, Shout out to obviously, Jim. Yeah. Uh, Uncle Jim, he's one of the beauties. Uh, John's mom, Jane, obviously very yep. active as well. His sister's uh, liking and, and, and uh, following and replying to people's tweets. But they see it. They do. They see it. And they know that he's like completely out to lunch. That's fine with me. At least they're oh, me aware. Too. Yeah. I love it um, because I think that's one of the things that a lot of players, like at least in the Boston market, a lot of them, like Tugarask, he never mm. read anything. Probably for the best. I'm not involved in that market, but I know that there wasn't a lot of nice things written about yeah, him. Yeah, like nothing. He never read it, like, and whatever. Like, that's, I do not blame you because I hyperfixate when people leave me comments. I'm like, whoa, relax. <laughs> But um, this one reporter, if you want to call him that. uh, Yeah. The bar is We'll we'll put that in air quotes for those listening back on the podcast. (laughs) Uh, He said back in 2018, I believe it was, 2018, 2019 season, that John would never – ever reach that kind like 99 points again yep he How's sure did tasting yeah he also said he was waiting for dylan dubay dylan dubay was gonna break out that year how's that how's that bottom I'll, I'll give him credit he's been playing a lot better the last few weeks yeah but how's that bottom six treating you dylan oh man i don't want to crap on the guy he's good or no. he's he's a he's a good guy is what i mean yeah he's but, a good but, guy but but to, to like he's just so out of touch i don't know how someone can be so connected to this market covering this team for decades and you're just so out of touch so out of touch i wish i could be a fly on the wall 
in the Gaudreau household or in that locker room whenever whenever uh, this He's individual in uh, starts cool. asking questions and. Oh man. Yeah. That narrative though, um, to think he's never going to hit 99 points again, it's not a coincidence that he did it in the first place. You know, it's not often unless your name is Jamie Ben that you see players, you know, reach a certain plateau of goals or assists or points and and they have career highs and then they just never even come close again. Uh, That's not usually how it works, especially when you're in the prime of your career. Like if you're John Gaudreau Um, and yeah, just to think that he was never going to hit 99 points again. Like, players go through ebbs and flows and ups and downs, and um, Gaudreau is one of those players that just he's, he shows up for, for, for big games. And maybe the last, you know, last year wasn't great. The year before wasn't fantastic. 18-19 was obviously very good for a lot of people on that team. But... Um, yeah, it's to just to to try to assume that you're never he's never going to hit 99 points again like That's pull so your funny. head out of your rear end and 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 get a grasp on reality here. Like this guy is legit. Like Johnny right. Gaudreau is the real deal. And that's the thing. It's like even my friends that I have like propaganda on Twitter but like they've started following the Flames and they're right. like we would kill to have a Gaudreau on our team. Correct, right. because you are a sound-minded, logical individual. <laughs> like, I think you, anybody would. You'd be, you'd be pretty, uh, you know, out to lunch to think that your team couldn't use a Johnny Gaudreau. Right. Like, it doesn't make sense to me why anyone would be like, "He's washed. He's this." Well, it's not to bring up Sean Monahan again because I'm mm. like, all I do is drag this man I know. through the mud. I know. It's just, I feel so bad, but. I, and it's nothing personal. I'm sure he's a wonderful human being. That's, okay, can I quickly park some time yes, for that? please okay, do. Okay, people need to understand that because I read some of the comments about the last time I was on and we were talking about Sean Monahan, and people seem to think that we just have this vendetta out against Sean. I'm going to quote, you know, Ryan Pinder said it best because the morning show here in Calgary, they talk a lot about it. And, you know, everybody draws the same conclusion that Sean Monaghan isn't the same person or, or same, not some same person, same player that he was some short time ago, uh, 20, 30 goal guy. But uh, you're allowed to critique the player, but still respect the person. Right. We are never coming after Sean Monaghan's character. We're never coming after Sean Monaghan as a person because, quite frankly, he's a very nice person. I've had the privilege to meet him, you know, a dozen times in this market. And he's been, you know, obviously he's very monotone, but that's just his personality. But he's super nice. He'll stop and he takes pictures with fans. He talks with people. Um, Very respectful. Like he's he's there's a reason he wears the A on his chest. And there's a reason why everybody in the locker room rallies behind him. He's a good voice. He's a good leader. Anyway, to keep this short, you can critique the player, but still respect the person. Exactly. Just look at your job. You might be a very good person. Doesn't mean you're a fantastic worker, right? right. You're still going to get criticism if you're not doing your job properly. Doesn't mean you're a bad person or right. we're coming after your character. Sometimes I don't know. It's you just, just you have down days, down exactly. seasons. Like, I, and this is the thing. I have said this for a long time. You, no one on this earth is immune from criticism. No. So when I'm out here critiquing, like last season, it was Gaudreau, Kachuk, like 
Monaghan. It was never personal. No, no, and it, it never is. It never is because like, unless you're Evander Kane, right? <laughs> like then, then we're gonna get a little personal. Then it's, uh, it's a little more personal. Um, but there's no reason to think like, oh, she's praising Sean Monaghan for this, or oh, she only they're only doing this because of that. Like, no, we watch yes. hockey. This is part of our lives. We do this regularly. We do. It just this these are our opinions yeah that's and that's you know that's the best part about it is you know everybody's in, entitled to their own opinion but the craziest part is there's just this slim majority of people that were um so defendant of sean and everybody everything was so personal and and like i wish i could just at people but i can't because <laughs> there's a handful of people that were just always in my replies and and in my mentions saying you know you need to be easier on the guy not to get too far off the topic no. of, of Johnny Gaudreau on this episode, but um, you know, Monaghan's uh, criticism was warranted. We talked about that before on the last episode that I was featured on, um, but we're not coming after his character. I think that's, I think that's where I'll leave it there for, uh, for the Monaghan discussion. Yeah. Um, obviously best it was never personal. That's what I'm trying to say. It was never, right, personal. Like it was literally never personal, <laughs> but um we will take a quick break, so um, wrap up the show with some more goodness and just Johnny Gaudreau love. Uh, but yes, so Rock Auto um, is a, a literal lifesaver. I'm so glad that they are one of our sponsors. Um, my car is an older car, and um, my windows don't roll down, but I found out what I needed. Went to rockauto.com and saved about like $200. Uh, on my window motor rotator thing. I don't know what they're called. Um, but they are a family business that I am happy to support. And they have been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. They have everything you could need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, new carpet, a window machinery. And uh, you can definitely check them out at rockauto.com. Their website is incredibly easy to explore, and all you have to do is go to rockauto.com. Uh, and if you do decide to buy something, this is, this is where it gets fun. You go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts they have available for your car, truck, right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. It's that, that simple. So Rock Auto uh, has an amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Boom. Good old Johnny. Good. Boom. Old Johnny. Johnny. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna quickly, and I know you probably have a list of things to talk about, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a statement right now. Okay. And I want you to tell me true or false, and explain your reasoning. I'm putting you on the spot here, Jess. Okay. Not to, not to, there's no pressure. Just take a deep breath. We'll be okay. We will disable okay. the comments on this, on this video. Yes, we will disable. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Here it is. Are you ready? Okay. Yes. Johnny Gaudreau is currently the second best American player in the NHL, only behind Austin Matthews. True. Right? That's, True. that's my answer. And this is kind of where I wanted to spin it, like a little bit of engagement. And I know people comment. I know people listen. Maybe we could spin this to a bit of engagement. We'll explain why we think so. And then maybe, you know, you guys could answer 
you can either DM us, you could tweet at us, you could reply to the video on YouTube, you could leave us a really nice review and then say, hey, I agree with your take on Gaudreau and Matthews right. <laughs> on your desired podcatcher. But yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I, I just, I've been doing a lot of reflecting about it lately just because like this heart discussion has really revolved heavily around Austin Matthews and for very good reason. He's right. got 56 goals on the year for, you know, it's no coincidence that this guy's finding the back of the net 56 times uh, in this season. He's going to, he's going to hit over 60. They got 11. I, games I, I say he hits over 60. Um, but behind him, you know, people talk about like just looking at the scoring race. Everybody has talks about dry cycle. Everybody's talking about, uh, McDavid, uh, you know, there's been, been some discussion. Yeah, then that's it. That's where it comes back to even strength. And we could talk a bit about that too. But in the, in the discussion of, of, of the best American born players in today's NHL, we're talking about right this second 2022. Austin Matthews is the best American born player followed up by Johnny Goodrow. I 200% agree. I think that it's very fair to say that. I mean, how many other players are even close to, you know, either of their skill levels? And it doesn't even matter if you're, you know, what market you're in. I think that, you know, your talent will speak for itself. Yeah. I'm just trying to pull up some statistics. Uh, looking at Quant Hockey, they, they're a very good good resource for all-time lists and whatnot. So people argue Patrick Kane, probably. Uh, I would say right now, Johnny Gaudreau and I are both better than Patrick Kane. Uh, he does sit 100%. at fifth all-time on the American-born point. Uh, active player, Phil Casey, Stastny. Paul Stastny's American? I could he was Canadian. Was I did thing? not know that. Oh, neither would. I didn't know that either. Maybe, maybe <laughs> I thought for sure he was Canadian. I, but I, I digress. Um, but yeah, just looking at this all-time list, like Johnny Gaudreau sits 48th uh, all-time on the points list for American-born players. Uh, obviously, Matthews played That's this. Top this to, yeah, it's 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 top 50, which is good too. Yeah, um, but yeah, anyway, just to like get back on the point, I was just I was just looking for my own knowledge. Like, who yeah. else would people would people argue? Pro- probably Patrick Kane. Um, and then where do they go from there? Like, what's where do you think people go from there? Because like I think it's I, a two headed race, and and that's it. I think they sit there and scratch their head and say, "Paul Stats means American." <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I think everybody's everybody's going to be more stuck on that point than anything else, uh, right? But right now, I like, just... behind, like let's let's look at it this way: top six players in the points race right now in the NHL: Canadian, Canadian, German, American, American, American. And two of those Americans are Johnny Gaudreau and Austin Matthews. Gaudreau is sitting in fourth. Matthews is sitting in fifth. Any guesses without looking who's sitting in sixth? American-born. I know it's not Patrick Kane. Mm-mm. And it's not Paul Stastny. <laughs> who was it? None other than Matthew Kachuk sitting in 
quietly sitting in sixth uh, sixth place here with 89 points. So that would be probably your top three American players right now. Austin Matthews, Johnny Gaudreau, and Matthew Kachuk. Who says no? Not me. Who says no? Top three American-born players right now. Two of them are on the Calgary Flames. Like, right. hello? And that's not like Flames bias. It's a literal. No, it's just facts. facts. It's right just there. Looking, like, they're the three. Be- like, I told you, it's Canadian, Canadian. So, it goes McDavid, Huberto, Dreisaitl, Gaudreau, Matthews, Kachuk. And then some that's- guy named Mitch Marner and Kroka Prizov. Anyways. Uh, yeah. No, like, those that that's very fair i think that um that is a conversation to be had i i saw a tweet the other night when matthews hit 55 goals it was like he's the best american born player of all time and probably he could finish as one of the best american born players of all time right. i could i could agree with that i mean patrick kane would probably argue with that earlier in his career but yeah i don't know how much true. i'm a fan I of always, that guy Personally. I always forget about Patrick Kane. Um, yeah, because we, we just like to forget about that organization. Right. <laughs> so, like, that's that's partially, like, my bias there. But, like, yeah, Patrick Kane did have, have a very successful uh, career early on. And that speaks to his talent and ability. But we've moved on. We are mm-hmm. years removed from that dynasty and whatnot. So we got, we got to start looking at, you know, the new like, blood for American born players. Yeah. And I don't know. I, th- I just thought it would be a fun topic of conversation because like, you know, you talk about the best American born one, two Matthews and Goudreau. It's also pretty, you know, it would, a lot of people's heart ballots. I, I, unfortunately you or I don't get one. We are not members of the PHWA, but, um, uh, not yet, at least. Um, there's still time. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, it, it, that could very well be a lot of people's one-two on the Hart Trophy ballots. There's a lot of people that I know Frank Saravalli has been talking about it a lot on Daily Faceoff. Uh, even, you know, in, in Canada, uh, Elliot Friedman has been talking a lot about it, too. Um, that reporter that we will not mention, he does get a vote and he's you know, kind of eating his words and saying Gaudreau would be on the top of his ballot too. So it's going to be interesting. You talk to, to wrap it up and bring it back to the heart conversation, which is kind of what we were, we were wanting to talk about this whole episode. It's going to be really interesting to see what happens here because everybody defaults to McDavid and I get it. He's a disgust. He's disgusting. Right. He's uh, currently God's gift to hockey. I'll, I'll, you know, we'll admit it in this market. He's very, very talented. Yeah. Sometimes I'm jealous because I would love a guy like that on my team. Um, Especially well, on I'm, our unsuccessful power play. That's it. Um, anyways, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see because there's just so many players that are having... Like, if you take McDavid at Edmonton, this could go for a whole other episode. If right. you take McDavid at Edmonton, you still got Dreisaitl, right? So, like, right. Who, is he really the MVP of the team? No. Maybe. You take Matthews out of Toronto... You're losing a 56 goal scorer. Sure, you got Matthews, you got Tavares, who's been good but not great. Um, but like, 
what else you got there? Marner is good, but same thing goes with Gaudreau. You take Gaudreau out of Calgary. I mean, sure you got Kachuk and Lindholm, but he but Gaudreau drives that line. On that top line, that's it. Gaudreau drives that line. What, who you putting Manjapani up there? He's great, but he's falling off the wagon. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean. Like it's it's it goes to the MVP, most valuable player to their team, as voted We're by not the, in the league in their. Team. Yeah, people people seem to mess up the verbiage of the uh, Hart Trophy, and and yeah. that's another discussion too. Is the is that a lot of people want there to be two separate MVPs, MVP of the season and MVP to your team, most valuable player to your team, um, which I can understand the argument for. But but for the context of this, the Hart Trophy is the most valuable player to your team. So uh, keep that in mind when you're when yeah. you're trying to discuss Hart uh, conversation. I would easily say that it's Gaudreau I don't know I I think yeah. that I mean obviously I think it's going to be you know McDavid or Drysaddle like both of them have won in the last two years yeah they have I wanted to go I wanted to go Matthews Gaudreau one too I think yeah I think that it's fair to say that like it should be I hate praising Austin Matthews, but <laughs> Matthews. I think I. Austin Matthews. Yeah, I just I can't do it. I can't. But I, this is two episodes in a row now. I've said nice things about him. That's probably. That's enough Matthews praise for some people's lifetime. I would say honestly, like I don't think I've ever said anything nice about that man <laughs> until today or yesterday. But yeah, no, I think that it. If you aren't voting that way, you're not understanding what the heart trophy yep. is. Yep, I would agree. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. And I'm, uh, you know, they're hosting, just to get a little bit off topic, but on the same topic, they're hosting the NHL awards at uh, um, whatever team is hosting the Stanley Cup playoffs. They're hosting it at that uh, city. Mm-hmm. Or it's it's taking place during the finals, sorry. So whoever's... You know, whatever it lines up, like, you know, when Calgary inevitably makes it, is it going to be in Calgary or is it going to be in Florida? So, uh, yeah, I would say a lot of people would like Florida over Calgary, but, <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter because Johnny Gaudreau is not going to be there to accept his uh, heart trophy. He'll be playing in the Stanley Cup finals. Him and uh, and Lindholm won't be able to get his uh, Selkie and Marky won't be able to get his Vesna and Sutter won't be able to get his Jack Adams. <laughs> exactly. You know, I, I think that, this team has just blown the expectations out of the water. This is what people thought last year was going to mm-hmm. be. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad it wasn't. Yeah. Good things I, happen I'm to glad. those who wait. And, and exactly. we've been waiting. And, you know, we've been waiting. Sutter coming in is just so important. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was nervous about it especially when I had heard that they locked him out of the bathroom or the locker room. I was like, Oh, that's great. Can't wait yeah. To do that. Yay. But <laughs> you know, I think it's, you know, the, he knew what it, he saw, he would not have left retirement if he did not see potential in this team. You know, it's, it's, it, it take it as if I can formulate a sentence here, it takes a lot for someone to say, the only team that they were interested in coming out of retirement and coaching is the Calgary Flames. 
And I don't know if that's because he's up on his ranch in Viking, Alberta, just like for proximity's sake, or if he just genuinely loves the Calgary Flames. And I think it's because he genuinely loves the Calgary Flames and he knows what this team is capable of. And he was kind of lurking in the shadows, just watching this team and seeing, you know, I could do this with Gaudreau. I could do this with so-and-so. I could do this and this and this and this. And he's, everything's kind of coming to fruition. And this team it happened so quickly because he's known right. he's been plotting. Oh for- yeah. He's been, he's been, yeah. He's been behind the scenes plotting this, this yeah. for such a long time. Yeah. You know, I'm sure that uh, he's been waiting that phone call because it feels like the flames were just going through coaches. Hey, bro, but, it's about time you're cold. Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, but is there anything you have to say or add before we wrap up today's show? I don't think so. I think we covered everything that I wanted to bring up and I guess I'll leave you with this. Put some more respect on Johnny Gaudreau's name. That is all. That is all. And he will write his, and then that's it. Yeah. You just got to pay the man in the off season, but put some more respect on the name of John Gaudreau. And that's it. John John Michael Gaudreau. That's a terrifying name. If I heard my mom say that, I come running down the stairs like, yeah, what I do? Big time, I big time, like mafia name, John. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure the controls are very friendly. <laughs> they're not know. affiliated with the mob. Just because they're Italian and from New Jersey. <laughs> it was pretty. Uh, that was that was a bad comparison without thinking it through. No, it's okay. Sorry. Just put some more respect on his name and don't listen yeah. to anything else I've said. That's it. <laughs> it's okay. Um. Yes. So again, it just. Love the Gaudreaux, love John, you know, just just appreciate him and realize that there are people out there who want him mm-hmm. on their team. And if you're not mm-hmm. going to appreciate him, kind of like a boyfriend, somebody else will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, I think it's safe to say that uh, he is easily the most valuable player to the Flames. Um, you know, I think... If it wasn't for Matthew's successful season, we would have a heart winner there. But um, there's always next year, I guess. Um, ooh, score prediction for tonight in Seattle. Um, okay, I'm going to say 5-1 Calgary. Okay. Seattle stinks. I'm sorry, 5-1 Calgary. They stink. I was going to say 4-2 Calgary. So. Who's even left? Who's even left in Seattle? I truly don't know. Let's. Uh, I'll be watching. Players. I'll be watching for the Cali Yarn Croak uh, tribute video. Yeah, they had team pictures, and then Brandon Tanev was there, and I was like, "Does he even recognize his teammates?" Yeah, he's like, "Whoa, what happened <laughs> since everyone left? Am I in the right spot?" <laughs> yeah. But uh, thank you so much for joining me today, Adi. I appreciate. Of course. It. Yes, absolutely. And I'll, I'll try to, <laughs> I know I've been so busy lately and, and, and I'm not making up my end of the deal here, but you know what? We're, uh, we're on the right track. We're, yeah. we're getting less and less busy. So absolutely. we'll make this happen more frequently. Yes. And where can people find you on social media? <laughs> yeah. Find me on Twitter at Audi James, A-U-D-D-I-E and then James, uh, well, J-A-M-E-S. I'll spell it out too. <laughs> um, yeah. You can find me on there. Uh, I've got another show called the Barn Burner Hockey Podcast with uh, my good friend JJ, I think who's been on the show before too. Um, so yeah, we, we talk about the Calgary Flames as well. Uh, what else am I up to? 
that's about it. I do play-by-play for junior hockey, but our team is out, so no more play-by-play till next year. Well, kind of. I'm doing another tournament, but that's it. Uh, find me on Twitter <laughs> at Audie James. That's it. That's that's my plug. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. You can find me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. Um, find this podcast wherever you get your other shows. YouTube, it's free. And uh, tune in on Monday because I'm sure we will have or I'll have a recap of this wonderful extravaganza in Seattle. <laughs>